Now it says Jeffrey is recording the call. All right, there's a bit like like a lot of silence. Okay, welcome to the Nerd Truck Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Apparently, we've all lost it. I don't know what's going on. So thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. David. Hey, guys. How you doing? So... I think this will be a good one. David's all hopped up on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. My allergies are horrible, Aww. so my eyes are red, and I'm going to be sneezing probably. That sounds so good. And then Phil's, uh, Phil's Phil. I'm here, right? I'm just curmudging it up. Right. Phil exists. Awesome sauce. All right, so today we are, what are we doing? The Doomsday Machine. Ah! Uh, this is episode, our episode 36. Um, so the Doomsday Machine is original series. Season two, episode six, first aired October 20th, 1967. God, thank you. I don't know why. My, I'm so out of it today. This is so the 35th out of 768 episodes in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we got to like a tenth of this. Um, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, it was a good one. But actually, actually, okay, fuck it. We have time. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a question real quick. Um, okay. What um, if you had to be dropped into any of the Trek universe eras? Which one would you pick, and why? I would probably have to go TNG, just because I—that's what I love. And the freaking Enterprise D's got like—it's all decked out. It's got like a bar and a holodeck, and you know, it's got families on board. And but I like that universe. But which ones? Which ones you, would you guys pick? Yeah, as long as I don't have to be on the holodeck clean, uh, holodeck cleanup crew, I'm definitely <laughs> oh, picking yeah. the TNG era. You do that. No, I Phil, wouldn't do that. As long as it didn't have to be on the cleanup crew. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, don't be that. Don't be the who's the the uh, f- the Futurama janitor guy. That's 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 who I picture. <laughs> that's who I picture. Uh, all right, so you pick T- uh, TNG, Dave. Yeah, that TNG uh, slash DS9 slash Voyager. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, any of those three. That era, just that more modernized era. I think I'd go with. I I don't want to go back to the old ones, especially. TOS. Yeah. OSHA. Oh, I will die because OSHA does not exist in TOS. Yeah. <laughs> There's no seatbelts. But you can learn how to karate chop really well at the academy. Just hawk and just knock somebody out. <laughs> okay. Well, then which ship would you want to be on? Or which would you want to be on the Enterprise D, DS9, or Voyager? Like stuck in their scenarios? Voyager. I, well, that's really, totally really Voyager. Stuck, stuck trying to get home, really? Like, yeah, I don't have any friends anyway, so what's it going to matter uh, if I'm 70,000 miles away from, 70,000 light years away from home? I was, having I was about to say Voyager, but I'm like, but I don't like their scenario. Like, they're flung all the way out in the middle of nowhere trying to come back. Yeah, but, that's the best part, the exploration and the unknown. Yeah, I think I, I would go DS9 on that one. I would, because it's just different cultures. There's, I would be at Quarks probably all the time and be hanging out with, with Morn. You just want to be at the one that has all the bars. Uh, you'd be up in the hollow <laughs> suites. I know you. Hollow suites. <laughs> Dave, what would you pick? The I Enterprise D, DS9? Like ENG, I think, yeah. You would still, still pick the Enterprise D? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Um, yeah, I can go hang out with Guinan and do some stuff. Uh, right on. Okay, let's get into this one. So, yeah, Doomsday Machine. Um, I did enjoy this one. It's a bit more plot heavy, a bit more serious, um, but because and it also kind of has that tactical sort of thing, which you know throwback to like um, 
uh, Balance of Terror I like, so that, that kind of stuff. So I did enjoy this one. Uh, David, what are your opening thoughts on this? Um, I, <laughs> I really like this one. This was probably, this was my favorite out of most of the ones that we've seen. I always love a big giant death machine of some kind. That's always intrigued me. Not just a de- like a star of death, kind of like a star of death. Like a death that star, spherical in shape, and <laughs> and have an exhaust port that's very vulnerable to attack. <laughs> Damned exhaust ports. <laughs> Hate that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I love. I like it. I really like this one. This is one of my my favorite ones so far. Actually, I think. Yeah, bad I mean, audio. Bad audio. It was better. What the... Nope, we're just gonna keep going. So okay, David enjoys it. Phil. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a pretty darn good episode. Uh, the we get to see the constellation, which is another like Enterprise's counterpart ship, like a sister ship, which is very which is very convenient for set building and prop making because <laughs> they're identical yeah. ships. Um, Commodore Decker kind of gets to be a dick a little bit, which is okay. But he's kind of right. He's, he's not it. wrong. Yeah. yeah. But he he looks tore up from the floor up, though, when he takes command and everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like a he, looks hobo like he, he looks like he's had four or five now at the bar and staggered up to the, the bridge. He's like, I'm taking command. <laughs> he is. I'm in beat. charge. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, here we go. Yeah, this was yeah, liked... and we'll get it. We'll get into it a bit, but yeah. the fact that they didn't stand up to him, I'm like, mm. but we'll talk about that when it gets to it. Yeah, that was kind of weird too. I like this one, yeah, because the uh, the alien's different. It's not like a bipedal alien. It's like it's just or it's a machine. It could actually they don't even know if it's a machine or it's an alien. Um, well, they, what they I they think that the aliens built it, and then the aliens were killed at some point, and this thing's still running around trying to kill everything. Right. What sucks though is that I so I, I know on Netflix we've we've talked about it's the updated remastered HD versions. I believe CBS All Access is the remastered ones. Even Amazon has the remastered ones. So I don't unless you have the the DVDs which have the originals or you have them somewhere else. As far as I can tell, all the streaming services are all the remastered ones, and um, I think it worked out well in this episode because I think that monster does look better remastered you definitely get the scale and kind of the scope of it yeah for sure looking at screenshots Mm -hmm. of the original versus the remastered this definitely benefited from the redo on all the cgi stuff the the constellation looks all scorched up and more destroyed looking um the planet killer yeah definitely benefits from the better graphics and cgi definitely yeah i definitely prefer the remastered on this one yeah Coolio. Uh, all right, let's get into this one. So, like I said, a bit plot heavy. Um, I know this is probably coming out a couple weeks afterwards, but I did that Twitter poll about, and all, all six voters said that they prefer our witty nerd Ooh. banter on top of, an, an, instead of my rambling plot explanations for, for 45 minutes. So, we're still going to hit the key points of the plot. Um, we may skip over some things, but um, I still say if it's if 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 it's a good episode, go and watch it. So it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, um, and and this is a good mm-hmm. episode. I, I I would probably put this in probably top ten um, of TOS. You know uh, that could be finagled a bit, but I'd I'd say top ten at least. Okay, yeah, so kind of the definitely. so kind of the the way the teaser opens up. The Enterprise 
has, which is, so this is weird. Um, Uhura is not in this one. It's Lieutenant Palmer at the communications desk. Um, so yeah, she gets a distress signal. day off or something. Yeah. I noticed that right away. I was like, wait a minute, but she, she's usually on repeating everything that's going on. Like, what? <laughs> makes you, it makes you wonder if people back then, if they all freaked out when Uhura wasn't there and it was yeah. a new girl. Cause like, we don't even see her at all. It's all yeah. Lieutenant Palmer. Like, did she get replaced? So everybody's like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it makes sense because obviously they they run the ships on on shifts. You have like like an like a day shift and night shift, so it does run on shifts. You know, people have well, yeah, days off. Usually, yeah, but if shifts going down, the senior crew is on the bridge usually. Yeah, so like, where's Uhura? She's just chilling in her yeah. cabin. She's like playing her it's, loot. It's and my day off. I'm not working. Yeah. yeah. Well, and every other time they've had somebody come on on the show to like replace someone else, the other person hasn't come back. It's always been trade out, trade out. Yeah. And then they're done. So I can yeah. see, yeah, the same thing. Like, oh, Hora's gone. She ain't coming back. And we have no <laughs> check off this episode either. So, yeah, no check off. Hmm. Um, okay. So they get a distress signal. Um, it's from the, the, the only thing they can make out is the word constellation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learn basically, yeah. So the ship, the constellation, is the sister ship of the Enterprise. So um, I believe they're both, are there constellation class ships? Mm. Is it a constellation class or is it a. I thought the constellation class had. Four cells. At least no, it's, to it's the Constitution Star Trek class. Timelines, the game Constitution the class. Constitution. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So the Constellation is the ship. It's the sister ship of of the Enterprise. So they're entering the the L three seventy system. They find that all the planets um, have been destroyed. Like there's just rubble everywhere. Uh, then they proceed to the L three seven four system and they find more debris. I guess there's only two planets left. There used to be several more. Uh, this is where they find the constellation who's, uh, it's being commanded by Commodore Matt Decker. And that threw me off too, because Decker is the name of the captain of the enterprise from the motion picture. So I was like, you got two, two Deckers. Uh, I know his first name's different, but that totally threw me off. Um, well, one other thing, um, Oh, sorry. Let me finish the the teaser, and then we'll go go into it. So yeah, it's it's powerless. It's it's adrift. Um, he thinks they're attacked. So Kirk orders red alert. So that's kind of the opening teaser. Yep. Um, so Decker on his uniform. It's a gold uniform, but his insignia is different. It's not the Delta. Yeah. I noticed that. Because, yeah, it didn't look like Starfleet. Right. So I think what we had talked about before is that um, I think Phil had said when originally they they said every ship was going to have a different insignia. So many if you had that Delta, you were from the Enterprise. If you have this symbol, you're from that ship. Uh, um, yeah, it okay. wasn't a fleet wide thing with the Delta yet. Right. So so it was different. And it's interesting that he's a Commodore and he's in charge of the ship. Usually it's it's a captain. Yeah, I but, thought a Commodore was usually in charge of several ships. That was the what makes you a Commodore. Well, yeah, they kind of play fast and one. loose with the titling stuff. Yeah, because in, in my head, I think it would be what, Captain, Admiral, Commodore? Yeah, usually there's Admirals, and then the Commodore is like the guy. Like oversees all <laughs> that. Yeah, who I oversees guess I, I, had it, I had it backwards. I thought it was Captain, Commodore was like a captain of multiple ships, and then Admiral was like in charge of essentially fleet. that entire branch of the military, that fleet, yeah. No, because when when Kirk gets promoted, when Picard gets promoted, it, it goes from captain to admiral, and then mm. yeah, I don't. So Commodore's, I think, it's above that well, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to think about it because the Commodore thing is is a like British naval tradition kind of thing. So oh. when I pulled 
from um, Pirates of the Caribbean when he talks about giving uh, the other captain a second ship. He refers to him as Commodore. He's like, how would you like to be Commodore Barbosa? I think it was. And he was like, yeah, because like in the Royal Navy, mm-hmm. where the Commodore comes from, it, it does go captain, then Commodore, then to the admirals. So oh. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's I mean, really weird. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't really in the, in the U.S. We don't use the title Commodore. So no, there's admirals think, in the right? yeah, admiral and in the rest general. of the Trek shows, we don't hear any Commodore talk either. Not really. It's mostly admirals. Yeah, it's like they standardized yeah. it finally. So eh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. So okay. They did a good, they did a great job of making the ship look wrecked when they get there because they get to the this thing and it's. Even if it's just a remastered version, it looks tore oh, up. Oh, it looks jacked. Oh, yeah. It's got chunks <laughs> missing. Like, one of the nacelles is beat the shit. And then uh, the inside, the sets are obviously just the Enterprise, but they kind of... Uh, the whole front section of the saucer is just, like, gone. Yeah. <laughs> like that front yeah. section. Yeah, the interior, they're just like, we'll put the lights down and we'll have it be that. Everything's low power, so we'll it's just dim it all. <laughs> a little shadowy. We'll dim everything. Throw um, some, like, two-by-fours down. It's fine. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's all debris. It looks It looks like... Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> too, so I think... Out. The, the bridge is compromised, so they have to use like a secondary auxiliary uh, yeah. section. That's that where there's like a view screen and kind of control. And then obviously Scotty's yeah. down there. Um, okay, yeah. So I they thought about that because the bridge is always like a bubble on the top. I'm like, if this gets like hit, it looks kind of exposed. I was like, I hope. I guess it would just. Oh, do it's a prime target. Yeah. It's a prime yeah. target. People could blow the shit out of that and like suck the whole bridge crew out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's not the most like strategic <laughs> place to 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 put a bridge. It really isn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, and there's no need for it. It's not like they have a bunch of windows on the bridge for the most part. It's, yeah, it's all view screen. I think it would just so be in the screen. Cares. Well, the Enterprise D does. The the whole dome is glass, isn't it? When yeah, I guess screen. when you when you look up, yeah. But that's um, not. I don't and know. And then there's then the observation, or yeah, in the observation deck behind the bridge, there's a bunch of windows in that. Oh yeah. Uh, mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, kind of so, funny though because they beam on and they don't find anybody, and then like real fast they find Commodore Hobo, just like hanging out somewhere, it's half asleep. Yeah, but I thought the same yeah. thing. I'm like, this dude looks like he's on a bender. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So Kirk goes over. Uh, Kirk, McCoy, Scotty, and a damage control party beam over. Yeah, they can't find anyone. You know, Scotty goes down to engineering. Then they find Commodore Decker. Um, like the the ship is beat to hell, um, and so Spock's left in charge of, of of the Enterprise. Um, they find Decker. Decker kind of explains, hey, we ran into this thing, and he's like crazy. He's not really making much sense. Uh, they replay one of his old logs um, that they're saying that like the planets are breaking up. Um, what we learned from Decker is that basically um, he stayed with his ship. He knew it was, it was going down. He They ask, like, well, where's your crew? Because there's no bodies there either. Um, yeah. there's, there's no one around. He says, Oh, I beamed them all down to the third planet and to go, there's <laughs> what no more planet? Third planet. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Whoopsie. <laughs> so and I'm yep. kind of with him on this. Like he's, he's like torn apart. I mean, think about Kirk, Kirk in all these episodes freaks out about putting his ship in danger. This mm-hmm. would be Kirk. Yeah. If like some God awful thing happened to him, you know, well, especially yeah. choosing to beam them away. And then that planet getting destroyed. It's like, yeah, he like, thought oh, they I were picked safe. the wrong planet or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of tries to get some information out of him. It's not really because he's not making much sense. Um, 
uh, he tells McCoy to beam him back. He, so so McCoy and Decker go back to the Enterprise to get a once over. He's like, well, we're going to try and fix this up. You know, maybe get some life support going, um, like a damage con- control. Turn the Enterprise into a tow truck. Yeah, basically. They're like, we'll just tow you. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, a tractor beam and then you're moving. But I was like, oh. Yeah. If you go to, could you go to warp with a ship and tractor? Like, I would think that wouldn't work. You can. Uh-oh. It's really It's really hard. They only did it one time in TNG. You have to extend your warp bubble around the other ship. Yeah, it's it's super tricky. Oh, okay. So basically, move them both instead of towing it. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's what they kind of get. They they call it either the Planet Killer, then Kirk also kind of calls it a Doomsday Machine. And I've noticed that too. They they keep saying the the titles a lot more in the episodes, like mm-hmm. changing. He goes, oh, it's a Changeling, or it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's like, oh, it's it's a doomsday machine. Like he just they just keep saying it. And, well, was, <laughs> and it's almost always a throwback to some twentieth century thing. He's like, back in the twentieth century, they had the H bombs, and we thought those were a doomsday machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, the H bomb. The other, yeah, the other one. What was the one you were just mentioning? Like they Cat's did the same Pop. thing. Like they do it in Cat's no, Pop Cat's, too. They do it in Cat's Pop, but the one before this. Oh, the Apple. They no. yeah, anyways. You just mentioned know. another. Oh, never mind. Okay. I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, was, yeah, there was another one where they mentioned it too, and oh, the changeling. And he's like, "Yeah, it was an yeah. old like 20th century or a mystics. fair, yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah." I'm a, yeah. I almost want to be like they're they're kind of obsessed with the 20th century, like in the they future. have really good knowledge of the 20th century. Not anything right. else. Not me. Not the 21st century. Well, this yeah. this is what the 23rd century, 24th century. I'm like, okay, so that's like if we were like back in the 17th century all the time. This is what they believe. <laughs> like, <laughs> would be weird. I know. And there is a couple of funny things that would do that, but we don't reference that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm sorry, guys. References. It's yeah. a long ass time ago. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the only real description they get out of him is they is they say or he says it's miles long, um, and it could swallow a dozen starships. And it's yeah. always funny because I know in, in, in later track they tend to use more of the metric system. So it's always kilometers. They don't use miles a lot. But in this one, they, they kind of use both. Like they say miles sometimes. Um, but well, yeah, that's the weird thing. Even in, I, I hit on this too. It, even in previous episodes, they've used metric. Yeah. They use well, it's metric. like this one this one episode randomly starts throwing miles in. I'm like, what? I know. Changeling specifically, they were like, it's about a meter long. And then they ended up beaming right. it aboard. Mm. Like, yeah. Kind of the same idea. I didn't think about yeah. it until just now, but yeah. Yeah, they it's they kind of flesh it out. Are they? They're more consistent in in later seasons. Here, they're just they just say shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so they do that. They go back. Um, uh, Kirk and Scott stay. Yeah, because as always, Decker, Scott has to use duct tape and gum to try and put everything mm-hmm. back together or something. It's just <laughs> yeah. So uh, Decker goes back, and he's. They're going to try and get him to sick bay, but he says, no, I'm not going to go to sick bay. He actually ends up going back to, he goes to the bridge. He says, oh, per all these regulations, I'm taking over because I'm the senior ranking. And you get some back and forth with Spock of like, uh, or he says to Dr. McCoy, he's like, you know, or they, they quote regulations back and forth of like, who's in charge. And Spock says, no, you're not. And I am. And Decker says, no, I am. And then Spock tells McCoy, nope, you know, hey, you can do a medical exam on him and say, you, you know, he's not fit. And so then McCoy says, he's not fit. And then Spock says, well, have you done <laughs> yeah, uh, you're good. an exam on him yet? Like, he's like, oh, no, no, damn it. <laughs> and you can see him. He's like, oh, man. I was just going to yeah. lie out my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I know so, that because that, that comes up because this, this doomsday machine thing like shows up and knocks the, the constellation out of tractor beam or whatever. And Spock's like, we're going to swing around and get back to that ship. And he's like, nope, we're going to turn around and kill it. 
Yeah. And, and everybody in their right mind was like, no. Sorry, Kirk. <laughs> hey, sorry, Kirk. We're leaving you. Like, the fuck is wrong with out. you? This thing just killed yeah. a bunch of planets. You're not going to turn around and hit it with one, especially when an identical ship just tried and like he it took that one out. Just so got yeah, wrecked. So, yeah. Well, and they keep but, saying that the the whole of this thing is made of like some undestructible material. Yeah, they mentioned it several times, but I can't remember what it was. But he keeps It'll firing come... phasers at it. I'm like, dude, you know it's not working. Pew, come on. Pew. It's like, yep. come on. Jeez, man. We're microwaving yeah. the outside of the ship a little bit. Peet, peet. Yeah. <laughs> like so, we're going to destroy it. Hmm, I don't think so. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how they do that. They He takes over, but obviously we know Spock is like, he's not going to give him like a freaking inch to, to get anywhere with this. He's going to like check him. Um, okay, so yeah, the planet killer comes around and it, this thing is fucking huge. Um, it starts firing beams off. It's trying to destroy shit. It's, you know, it's just sucking up because that's how it fuels itself is just by destroying and eating things. So it's yeah. basically like a perpetual motion machine. It just keeps feeding itself. Um, so it'll never stop. Giant Roomba. <laughs> or Galactus. So it's, it's yeah, kind of, it's kind of like a Galactus. It's basically a big metal Galactus. It just eats like a Sarlacc. And then I know I've, I've mentioned how it, like a lot of the times the Enterprise feels like a sub, but I swear I was watching like a PG version of Crimson Tide because they're like, I'm in charge, I'm in charge, I'm going to take over. You know, yeah. I'm going to the regulations say mm-hmm. I am. And it was kind of the same thing where at the end they're like, you were both right and you were both wrong because technically, yeah, Commodore Dumbass was like in able to take over and supposed to be in charge, but. He was trying to do stupid things because he's kind of out of his mind, and because he's because yeah, like, you know, he's vengeful he to... and upset, and yeah. and so they yeah. do. Like Spock steps aside, and he's like, "I can't do anything." And they make a run at this big ass Death Star type machine, whatever it is, and then get caught in like its tractor beam. And he's like, "Oh, we have sixty seconds to pull away, or we're not gonna." And he's like, "Nope, we're gonna stay in fire." And he's like, uh, "No, we're gonna pull away, or I'm gonna have you deemed unfit." And he's right. like, all right, he we'll keeps threatening him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so this, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so this thing looks basically like a sideways ice cream cone. It's like a triangle cone shape with a giant mouth. That's how it basically looks. But yeah, and he keeps firing at it. You're like, dude, you know this doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking of the worms from Dune or like Tremors. Like it just looks like one Kinda. of those with its mouth open. Like, yeah. There's, ah, yeah. there's no moving parts. Ah. Yeah. No. Feed me see more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're doing that. He's kind of going back and forth. They're fighting it off. Uh, Kirk gets the view screen on the constellation fix, so now he can see the Enterprise kind of fighting back and doing all that. Um, so he gets Scotty to kind of re-fix some stuff up. He's like, "We got to get you like some sort of propulsion or something going here because we, you know, we needed to do something." Um, mm-hmm. Neutronium. Yeah. That's what it was. It was made neutronium. of neutronium. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like indestructible. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So this kind of goes back and forth. So eventually the the Enterprise, after firing at it a few times, gets um, caught in like a tractor beam or kind of in the pole of this thing. So it's going to get eaten. But then Kirk says, oh, do we have phasers? Let's like kind of like draw its attention mm-hmm. off. So it does do that. It, they fire at it a few times, kind of wave at it, and then it draws back towards the Constellation. So then the Enterprise can can get free. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a fight. Off, like, yeah. Yeah. fire, I fire. It takes it pulls its attention away and he says that like it has a sphere right. of influence any energy it catches entering that sphere it turns away on it 
Um, I, I did then, like that though. They're, they're like, oh, there's like a sensor range. It has like a if you bother it at a certain point, it'll like draw its attention. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, can yeah. It's got totally a aggro thing sense. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like around with it. Um. Okay, so yeah, they're so Scotty's worked his magic because what's great too about Scotty is that he will he can work miracles and if. I think there's a point in this where Scotty goes, this is all I can do. And you're like, oh, shit, that's all Scotty yeah. can do? If that's all he can do? Yeah, like, we're screwed. <laughs> He's basically Space MacGyver on a starship. Like, oh, <laughs> if yeah. you can't put something together and make it work, nobody can. Yeah. And it was funny because the whole time I was like, oh, I wish he was on the Enterprise because he would have totally stood up to what's his nuts and been like, no, we're not Fox. He was too busy trying to piece together the other ship. Right. Um, but it's weird too, though, is that um, I think this the the planet killer did fire at the Enterprise, and it was like, oh, our shields are weakened. They're like, if this thing is destroying planets, how is it only weakening your shields? Yeah, like, was it not know. a direct hit? Did it? I didn't remember it firing at them at all. Uh, I don't know if the, if it was being fired at and weakened, or if it was just draining the energy from the mm-hmm. shields. Uh-huh. I think it was just I an it, they, also, they also have that subspace interference, which is like their answer to That's anytime everything. They just, subspace they interference. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. And this thing, yeah, the, it's it's blocking subspace interference or or communication, so they can't warn Starfleet. Um, because the thing is, too, is that this thing is detecting another planet. I think it was like a Rigel planet, wasn't it? Of course, it was. Was it Rigel? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It so, so so they're like, <laughs> shit, we have to destroy it now before it gets to to Rigel. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. That was the next one yeah, in line when they, because yeah, because they were talking about its current course taking it into an extremely densely populated area of space. Oh yeah, and that was well, next the Rigel system it, or whatever. It was funny to me too because it's the second time that I remember hearing Kirk use that line of like, "Oh, you earned your pay for the week." Yeah. That was when Scott like not that. only got the impulse engines up and he's like, "Oh, if we only had phasers," he's like, "You got them. I recharged them." And he's like, <gasps> "You earned your pay." <laughs> I like that. That's his like catchphrase. Is like I'll pay you and I'll pay you. Like <laughs> you get a paycheck. You get a paycheck. Get a paycheck. But I, I do like those small tidbits because it, it shows that kind of come camaraderie that Kirk knows his his team. He's like, okay, yeah, you know, good job, man. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so there is a point where it fires on the Enterprise again, and it says, oh, there's severe casualties on decks three and four. You know, there's been a whole breach. Um, and that's when it pulls it into the tractor beam. So it does fire. Yeah, on it, it does actually fire. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so the, okay. there are casualties. We don't know how many casualties and I'm not counting the casualties on the constellation. Cause we don't know exactly how many there were yeah, and it's off screen. It's at least like, like 400. Blah, blah, blah. I was going to yeah. say, assuming it's a sister ship, it probably had a similar crew, three, 400 people. It's but, about yeah. 400 people, but I'm, I'm not counting it. Screw them. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, and then okay. finally Kirk Kirk manages to call them and he calls Decker a lunatic, which I thought was just that exchange. He's like, Give me Spock. He's like, You're talking to me. He's like, <laughs> I No, I want to talk to no, Spock. No, I'm and talking to like, Spock. He's no, like, No, I'm, I'm in command. Me. He's like, Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it's like, like, it's, like when, on... it's like when your kids are away. Okay, pass the phone to grandma. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, okay, I love you too. Pass the phone to grandma. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let me talk to someone who's going to say. I want to speak to the adult in the room. He faces him down and he's like, and basically Kirk is like, no, take over. I don't care about regulations. And yeah, he's like, like oh, I'll, right, I'll, I'll take it If you over. wish to file a formal complaint, like, you can do so if and when we reach the next star base. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was like, great because then, well, the Spock was like, like, you dare, you're bluffing. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Vulcans okay. don't bluff. And yeah, well, then he, like... then he just kind of nods <laughs> to the security guy and he's like, he like steps up. He's like, yep, I'm going to arrest you. 
yep. which is great. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the red shirt security just appears out of nowhere. It's like, oh, oh hey, yeah. where'd you guys come from? <laughs> right? I'm you, the Crimson Tide, they did that several like, times where it like, came down to the loyalty of the crew versus like who versus who. And like, yeah, that's so true. But that's in that movie where he takes them over, even though he technically shouldn't be in command. Right. Well, that's how, I mean, if you have, you know, loyalty, then you can do all kinds of shit. Do whatever. That's yeah. how a mutiny starts. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So they do that. So yeah, he finally gets him. Oh, Spock says, okay, Decker, go down to sick bay, get a once over. Yeah. So he, so he goes Spock. And Kirk, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, there was a good thing too, where Spock says, where he's like, he says, oh, I'm going to get you arrested. And he says, oh, you're bluffing those Vulcans never bluff. Yeah. Which no, is I'm great. saying he said it just dead face, and even I was like, "Ooh!" Oh yeah, he's like, "I will fuck you up." Damn. Yeah. All and right, then so yeah. we get to see once again why the security crew on the Enterprise needs to be fired because they can never hold anybody anywhere or escort. Well, there's only anyone one guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they so don't he, cuff he, him. They don't do anything. They just... Yeah, so he's trying to escort him to sick bay, and he. But good for Decker. He, I mean, he's still got some fight in him. He, and, and it was a good long fight too. Um, yeah he finally kicks the guy's ass and, and like drags him into a room and then he runs off. Uh, during that, yeah, Kirk and, 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 uh, Spock are trying to, you know, figure out what the, what, what they're going to do. Um, yeah. so all, then then all of a sudden, yeah. So then all of a sudden we see uh, a shuttlecraft take off and this is all remastered, which I kind of wish it was the original version, but it's all remastered. Um, uh, so this, this bothered me too. Okay. So the shuttlecraft bay doors open, the shuttlecraft takes off and leaves. And after it leaves, then Sulu gets a blinking light saying, Hey, the shuttle bay doors are open. And then Spock's like, <laughs> yeah. them. He goes, Oh, I can, it's too late. I'm like, that is the worst system. Yeah. There's no, it's like, he's already yeah. gone. Every other sci-fi movie or show ever, the moment that everything starts to open, there's like a whoop, 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 saying something yeah. is happening. Especially in space, because it'll suck everything out of that area if you don't, like, go through the proper well, procedures a force and force stuff. And, like, yeah. but, when you open the shuttle bay doors, yeah. a force field goes. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it should show right away and be like, yeah, yeah. it's like he loaded up, he opened the door, he took off, and then he's like, oh, somebody left the doors open. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> now, to like, be, now, to be fair, they do have those warnings like on the enterprise D, but it's always too late anyways. Cause by the time they're starting the launch procedure and they try and stop it, the guy manages to override it and leaves anyways. So eh. early warning system might be overrated on the enterprise. At least security's (laughs) awful. Uh, so he, he takes off, um, and he's, and he's, he's kind of in like a, he's, he's lost it. He's like, I'm going to, you know, jam this thing down his throat and kill it. And they're like, the, Will that even do anything? We don't know. So he does it. Uh, he kills himself. Um, so we get a death. Uh, he he basically drives the shuttlecraft down the planet killer's throat. Um, nothing happens. Now, here's the question. Do we count this as crew or not crew? I know he's not a red shirt. He's not crew. Uh, he's not, he's not he's, enterprise he's crew. Not so enterprise crew. He's not enterprise crew. Right. Okay. So we're, so we're making a specific specification on that. Not Federation crew, but... No, he's crew. just another kill. Hey. He's not. He's yeah. Just put him in the the other category because we have a third category. Okay. Well, no, we have crew, not crew, and red shirts. He's definitely not a red shirt. He's so not he's crew. In... He's okay, not crew. So, that, yeah. so that it's just it's just enterprise. So far. Wait, say that again. That brings us to a total of one hundred and fourteen deaths so far. Nice. Okay. Cool. Okay. So they do that. Um, they do get some more information. So they start to, they say that, um, oh, there was a drop in the, 
the planet killer's uh, energy when the shuttlecraft did go in. So like, oh, so maybe it did do something. Like maybe it, it did alter its its energy a little bit. So they're, so now they're thinking, okay, maybe if we did a larger one. And Kirk Which asks, he goes, because everything that goes in there feeds it. So I'm like, why would the energy drop? But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. Space logic. Um, yeah, so exactly. Kirk, because reasons. Kirk says, yeah, reasons. <laughs> Science. Science. Um, so Kirk says, "Hey, um, don't don't ships explode with a, a ninety-seven megaton fusion explosion? Can't that overload it? And or, or no, <laughs> yeah. he says if if we overload, overload the, impulse uh, the impulse engines, won't it produce a ninety-seven megaton fusion explosion? And he goes, "No, you're wrong. It's ninety-seven point eight five or whatever. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, okay. it to three decimal places. <laughs> like, Damn, it's uh, yeah. So basically, Kirk. Yeah. So Kirk's got the idea. He's like, let's get the constitution." Or constellation, constellation, um, kind of up and running as much as we can, and basically jam this thing down its throat and overload the impulse engines. Um, he gets Scotty to rig it with a thirty-second um, thing, so he's got to like flip a switch to do it. And then, yeah. but also while this is happening, the because the the Enterprise has taken damage, um, their shields are down, uh, the transporter is kind of off and on working, so they beam Scotty over. Um, and he goes, okay, so he starts to fly the constant, why do I keep the constellation constellation? I, like, I keep wanting to say constitution. <laughs> um, he flies basically the constellation, um, at it and Scotty beams over, they go, okay, transporters fixed. But then like right before, or right before he's going to do it, they go out and he flips the switch. So yep. he's like, he's got 30 seconds. So then of and course, there's no way to stop it. Yeah. Right. And so Scotty runs into to like a Jeffrey's tube and there's like sparks going off and <laughs> shit's happening. And they're like, Spock is uh, like, Mr. Scott, now Mr. Scott. Like he yeah. keeps nudging him. Well, and um, so when he was explaining this with Spock, he's talking about the 97 megaton explosion. And he's like, yeah, but that's not going to do anything to the hole. And he's like, no, inside it. Did anybody else think about the movie Armageddon where they talk about like blowing up the the asteroid that's coming at earth and he's like you take a firecracker and then you put your hand around the firecracker and it explodes i was thinking of that like the same idea here he's like if you get inside and explode it i thought it would blow it apart it it obviously doesn't but (laughs) no i think it just overloaded its power source i I I guess yeah i was really hoping it was going to explode from the inside out as well right I was like, Death Star. Oh, okay, so Mr. Rule, good chance here. Death Star. <laughs> um, well, then budget, so. Yeah, yeah there's always budget. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so it's like, so, and then Sulu's counting down too, so he's like 10, you know, 20 seconds, 15 seconds, 10 seconds, and Kirk's like, okay, come on, Any, Mr. Scott. Anytime now. Come on, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, anytime. So anytime you feel like it. <laughs> Scotty works his, his magic. He's, he's a miracle worker, uh, like, with like six seconds left. Uh, they get him. He transports over. The ship explodes, kills kills the, uh, the planet killer. But he basically, the, so the planet killer just kind of like shuts down. There's no explosion. Mm-hmm. It just like it was yeah, just, just it overloads its power and kind of like drifts into space. So I like, dude, someone could find that thing and like fix it, and yeah, then go kill people. Well, at the end of the episode, they even say that Spock says a very foreshadowing and foreboding thing where he's like, oh, I wonder how many more Doomsday Machine type things could just be floating around the universe. I'm like, right. It's a fun yeah, there could thought. Be, like, there could <laughs> be more of them because we don't know. Yeah. Great. Let's um, do this again. Yeah. Yeah. So they so back on the Enterprise, um, they talk about it and Kirk sa- or Spock says, oh, I expect you're going to say about 
Matt Decker that he died in the line of duty, you know, have him go out with like, um, so, so pe- people don't know that he went crazy basically. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, we're going to say he died, uh, died a hero. Um, they talk about the H bomb again, like, Oh, you know, which, and, and of course it's, it's very timely back then. Cause this is, you know, the cold war in the sixties, yeah. mutually assured destruction, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, he says there, there could be more of these out there and, that's it. That's how the episode ends. Uh, and then back to status quo for the enterprise. Yep. So not bad. I, I, I did enjoy this one. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, just for all the, the, the tension, the actor who's playing Decker is really good. I mean, he's going for mm-hmm. burnt out captain and that's what you get. It's, and he's great and he's not wrong. I, I, he didn't go about it the right way, but he's not wrong. About you know, know, he was the one who was supposed to be in command and everything, and like yeah. Well, and he was trying to kill crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he he didn't go about it the right way, but yeah. Um. So, Phil, what was your your take on this one? Wrapping yeah, there's a couple of weird spots in there, but overall, yeah, it was a really good episode, especially for TOS. Yeah. They definitely upped the production value a bit. I mean, granted, we got to see the remastered effects. But even the number of effect shots in this episode was two or three times the normal number we get in an episode, which is really good. Um, And yeah, I mean, it was it. I'm trying to find something (laughs) to really bash it on, but you really can't. I mean, it's a pretty decent episode all around. It's it's a good episode. Yeah, I enjoyed it. David. Crimson Tide versus the Death Star. It was a fantastic episode. <laughs> That's totally my alternate title is Crimson Tide versus the Death Star. But Fair I'd enough. say this is easily a, a eight eight point five on the Devo meter. I really enjoyed this one. Um, okay. Like to the Good point one. where it might be my favorite one so far. It's it's in the ranking up there, probably top three we've seen thus far. Of so. season two or all of TOS? Of all of TOS. Okay. I definitely do. Yeah, I can see why people are like season two is much better. It is so far. I'm curious well, to see the supposed drop off in season three. Let's get to Cat's Paw. Nah. <laughs> so, uh, good. Yeah, I yeah I I think this is a it's definitely probably a top ten or twelve. I think for TOS, if if you had to, if someone was like, hey, what should I watch? I'd be like, this is probably pretty close to ones you you should watch. Um, I did enjoy this one. Oh, interesting tidbit. So we're I know this won't come out for a while, but we're actually recording this on DeForest Kelly's 100th birthday. Yeah. So oh. cheers to to D. Happy birthday! Yeah, cheers. this was a good one. Oh, and if anybody was wondering how they made the uh, doomsday machine, yes, they I took have. a a wind sock and dipped it in cement. Oh, like so like, like 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 a wind sock at like at like an airport, like an airport, yeah, yeah, yeah. and dipped it in cement. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, there you go. I like that. Um, so what we got? This episode. Yeah. So what? Okay, we had one confirmed death that we watched mm-hmm. on screen. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed this one. That was good. Um, all right, uh, you guys got anything else? No, I think uh, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, James Dewan said this was his favorite episode that that he was in that he did. I I, I Scotty is I think Scotty is my favorite TOS character. I love Scotty. Oh, mine yeah. by far. Yeah, because yeah. he's mm-hmm. he's amazing. So, uh, cool. Uh, I, Dave, go for it, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, give us an email, shoot us an email at Star Trek podcast at gmail.com or check us out at nerd. I'm Trek sorry. Podcasts. Did you say Star Trek podcast or nerd Trek podcast? Nerd Trek podcast. Did you? 
I, I, I'm sorry. I thought I heard start. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm oh, confused. <laughs> or check out our website at nerdtrekpodcast.com. Uh, we have links to all of our social medias there, as well as our email address. And you can even do a live chat feature. Check that out. It's got all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Tell us something we're doing great. Tell us something we suck at. Uh, tell us how you want the show to change. Just tell us anything. Just talk to us. Just just please. Just please talk to us. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and we're also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love that. We want to read out reviews on the air. We really haven't had too many of them yet. So please, please do it. And it helps us out. And we'll read your review on the air at some point if you do it. All that jazz. Woo! Jazz hands. All that jazz. Right on. Uh, Cool. All right. That's it for me. Um, All right. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Bye.